Thanks for joining us again. A screener, Jared, we've had sent to us mm-hmm. for a new film, which I believe is coming out next week. It's called Flee the Light. So we thought we'd whip out a quick episode cover off on it. Before we get into all that, though, let's do a quick whip round what we've been watching. We might do a bit of up or down. Might also throw some news at you. So what have you been watching? What have I been watching? What well, you- I watched to the end of The Book of Boba Fett. How did that go? I heard the last episode was really good. Yeah, it was pretty solid. Brought in some characters that you were keen to see. Crossed over with The Mandalorian. It was a reasonable finish. Still not 100% sure about the direction that they're heading with the character. Mm. But overall, I enjoyed it enough. The Mandalorian was by far the better the better one for me. Yeah. Kicked off a little bit of Scrubs, too. Yes. Watched a, just now, you, a bit of um, Scrubs rewatch. You had some things to say about Rod watching it for a second time, and I know we've spoken about this in the past. I'm a huge Scrubs fan. I, yeah. I, I consider Scrubs to be right up there with, you know, your Seinfelds and things like that. Yeah, it's um, good fun. In that type of comedy because it's different. But you brought up some things that you didn't like upon review mm. of the series. Yeah. What were they? Jack? Well, you might have to refresh my memory on a couple of them, you but I think I mentioned that... Um, the janitor. The janitor, yeah, he wears thin on me very quickly. And as far as I'm aware, I had, did a little bit of a read that suggested perhaps in the first season they were going to make him a figment of JD's imagination, which is why in the first season you don't really see him interacting a whole lot with other people. Mm. But yeah, look, there's some amusing moments from him, no doubt. But there's a couple where it's just like, oh, this is, you're just chucking this in for this. You, you feel like you've got to have the janitor in here. Yeah. And obviously we've mentioned before that JD is a bit of a, bit of a shit bag in, in certain instances. I um, think that's kind of what happens in a lot of those shows. You gravitate towards the, the secondary characters mm. because they, they're in it less. It's like um, How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Ted was a fucking idiot. <laughs> But yet, I was a big fan of Marshall and Barney and those sorts of characters. They were background characters, but they, they, they got more laughs. Yeah. And it's the same in Scrubs. That JD tends to be the, the kind of the, the wanky sort of... He has the sort of the... the he's carrying the plot, so Yeah, to speak. yeah. And I mean, sometimes they... You know, the show knows it. Sometimes they, they carry through these storylines and, and the end result is, yeah, I've been a bit of a dick. Hmm. So that's I do appreciate that, and it's it's really good at like mixing up the comedy with some fairly heart solid heartfelt stuff. stories yeah. in there. Yeah, agreed. I dig that. Outside of that, I did finish. I know we spoke briefly about me watching Frank Hannelotter films. <laughs> I did finish Frankenhooker. <laughs> you can't even say that was a straight face. <laughs> yeah. Look, Frank it was all right. It's a bit of, bit of fun. Bonkers off the wall things going on. Yeah. And I know you, again, you've been giggling heartily every time I've mentioned this that I'm delving into some full moon features, but I I worked in worked my way into to subspecies <laughs> too. <laughs> um, I mean, I know Kevin Smirtas gets you into pretty much anything. Yeah, come yeah. on. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Chuby pulled the rug on me and... Removed subspecies three <laughs> from masters. From the <laughs> so I've either I mean, got a. Those I've got two want choices. to put everything they have on there. They I know, I know. Cannot fucking fart ass around. I'm hoping it's just a negotiation, a quick sort of you know formality, and she's back on there shortly. But my choices now are pay for subspecies three or jump straight to subspecies four. 
And I can't do that. Okay, I, okay. I need to see subspecies. You're in the three. middle of the series. I'm mate. in the you middle of the series. You know, I need to see what Radu gets up to before exactly. you know I jump into subspecies four. Oh my god! I can't believe this four of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're all made between '91 and '92 in Rabadia, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a short stretch. I think the last one was subspecies four. Was about '98, I think. Spiritas had departed. By oh, the he departed. So that's going to be a letdown. It will be. It will be. But hey, gets number three in there. Mm. So anything else? That's it. Reasonably quiet. All right. Well, I was very quiet. I watched two series um, that we'd been sort of flirting around the last few weeks. Finished Cobra Kai season four. Mm. Loved it. Good. Loved it. The way it sort of twists and turns out at the end is awesome. I think the way they use Terry Silver... Is excellent. They kind of sort of make him as like a subordinate, but then there's there's other things in the background, and he's of course got money and an influence, and and I, and Thomas Ian Griffith. Don't sleep on him. Don't sleep. He's not like fucking Gazza Daniels. He's not real willing to go shirtless <laughs> against Robert Brobsy. Coming soon, <laughs> we will be covering the Gardener. It's now available. But I think Thomas Ian Griffith is really good in that in that role, and it, it's it really helps to have him there. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, and I really enjoyed it, and I think the way it's going to go for season five, I'm happy. And the other one I watched was Reacher. Yes. It was excellent. Okay. I really love the character, because he's kind of an asshole. <laughs> he's kind of an asshole, but not. Like, you know, and, he, and the whole thing about him is he just starts fucking punching people <laughs> in a minute. Like, there's no talk. It's just like, I'm, I'll, I'll hit you. Yeah. And I kind of dig that. He's kind of like a blunt instrument. But yet he is smart. You know, when he actually looks into the the, the crime scenes, he knows what he's talking about. Mm. And it's a really, really good series. They've already renewed it for a second. And the the actor playing Reacher, Alan, Alan Richardson, he is perfect. The casting is perfect. Mm. Um, so it's, it's a very good show. Definitely worth checking out. But that's it for me. Yeah. Good. All right, let's go a bit up or down. Blumhouse. Firestarter trailer. Yeah. New Stephen King. I mean, you know, again, Stephen, money was tight. Yeah. Well, it wasn't as thick as it should have been. <laughs> too tight to mention. That's Stephen's. <laughs> That's his Stephen's Stephen's <laughs> Yeah, he, he really sat down. He realised his wallet wasn't fucking propping up his ass as high as it should be. So he quickly contacted Blumhouse and said, "Get me a Friday remake." Zac Efron is the star. Mm. I'd suggest this is obviously once again made on yeah ten. $15 million. And the trailer wasn't didn't blow me away, but it looked good enough to to be interested in. And I believe it's actually going to the cinemas and Peacock yeah. at the exact same time like they did with Halloween mm-hmm. Kills. Which means we won't have the option. It'll be cinemas and nothing for us. So. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck's Peacock in Australia? Oh, I don't, <laughs> Get I don't your know. shit together, fellas. <laughs> but I thought the trailer looked pretty good. Yeah, me too. It felt more like a teaser. There wasn't a lot of information given away. Yeah, which is funny for Blumhouse. Uh, Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I can cut the movie down to three minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I I was the same. To be quite honest, I still haven't seen the original Firestarter. Mm. So probably prompts me to go and check that one out and just, you know, drop my... 
Drop my uh, video rental money in Stephen's pocket as <laughs> yeah. well. That'll help. Ask Stephen what he thinks of Fire Starter, the original version. Yeah. He fucking hates it. I don't think he's yeah. <laughs> He fucking hated it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, thanks. thanks for that, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, thanks for your fucking thoughts. Well, I think sometimes he says that, so a big Stephen King fan will go, shit, I better remake that one. So he's, <laughs> he's you know, happy it's with just it. another genius strategy by Stephen. Because that was the Dino De Laurentiis when he was in his fucking, in the midst of having half a dozen King adaptions, mm. including Maximum Overdrive. Maybe that's why Stephen hated it. <laughs> <laughs> he was in a fucking cocaine haze at the time. He didn't really know what he was watching. Yeah. It's not great, the original version. No, I have, I've, heard, I've heard it's kind of, it's not an essential no. to, to kind of, to watch in Stephen's catalogue there. But, uh, you know, I have, I have wanted to tick the box and just say, yeah, I'll check that one out. And yeah. So I'll probably do that before this one comes out. Yeah. All right. And just a small amount of news for us, uh, you know, horror fans. Slasher, renewed for season five, mm. called Ripper. I believe it's set in the 1800s. And from what I read the other day, it stars Eric McCormick, who was in Will and Grace, I believe. He was in Will and Grace. That's all, uh, all that's been sort of released at this stage. Yeah. But you know what? Season four was fucking awesome. Yeah, so I liked it. For me, I'm more than happy to see it wherever they're going to go with it. Yeah, uh, I would get a sense, Jack, based on its you know its time period and its name, is it's sort of Jack the Ripper esque. Yeah, which is cool and think- fits the fits the model. Hmm. So yeah, I'm very excited to see. I know you know we've been sort of supporters of of the show since the first one dropped for Netflix on us. Hmm. Uh, sorry, dropped on. Um, was it Netflix? Yeah, it was on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. So we got the first ones on Netflix. So we've been pretty much watching it from the get-go with varied results. But last season, I was pretty much the same. I think it was my favourite season in terms of the, the fun that I had with watching episode to episode. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, super excited that it's got another another run. Yeah, really happy. Except no David Cronenberg. Fuck. Can we remedy that? Oh, maybe. Maybe you can come back in a cameo appearance. Yeah, just maybe. Laughs Something like performance that. Art. It's just, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's everything. Let's take a break. And here's the trailer for 2021's Flee the Light. Imagine you're a bird flying over the story of your life. You can see all of your past. I'm going to ask you about your hallucinations now. Where? Touching my hair. Jack! Tell if you talk to me. You really need to tell me what's going on. I'm worried about you. I've been seeing things. Where are you taking me? To the most amazing place in the world. It's where we used to practice. They were some group of us. We were witches. Often unresolved issues, pain, Fear, regret, manifest as delusions or hallucinations. You had an episode, you're seeing things, you need proper help. It's great to finally speak to you. It's not about me, it's about my sister. It is about you. There's little time you must be prepared for what's coming. You came here looking for answers. Coming to me. Darkness and light are two sides of the same coin. I won't let it have her. Remember when we met. It requires a sacrifice. 
Flee the Light from 2021, directed by Alexandra Senza, and this is her directorial debut, and it's produced and written by, by Jennifer Mancini, it's, which is, this is her first writing and producing credit. Stars Anne Toomer as Andra, Ariana Marquis as Delph, Delphi, and Jane Saberi as Carter. There's no budget information. There's no box office. I mean, it's obviously going direct to to, to video or streaming or whatever. Uh, so there's no, not going to be any box office numbers. And there was no trivia. I mean, this film is fairly under the radar, I would assume. And obviously we got it uh, as a screener, as, as something to, to, to sort of look at. So mm. I had seen it... Um... I've seen it a couple of times on Instagram. Fangoria had had posted the trailer as well. Oh, had they? Okay. But not a lot of info. All right. Jared, your take on Flea the Light. Yeah, look, appreciated getting the opportunity to see it. Clear that it's fairly fairly low budget. There's not not a lot of cash behind it. And I thought, taking that into consideration, that there was a lot of good things in there, Hmm. some locations and things that were pretty incredible really good looking stuff some really nice shots and things like that the story didn't quite grab me and so i was going through portions of it where i was just sort of wondering a bit more i wanted a bit more about you know the the, who the characters were and how this this situation was impacting and a little bit more about what it actually was behind the scenes like obviously you get some bits and pieces about what is causing what's going on with the girls but I still felt by the end of it I was a little bit unclear on what exactly had happened I don't know if I missed some particular things in there but I felt like yeah it was a little bit stop start in the story story sense so I I ended up with a two 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 out of five there was some really good good portions down the stretch especially I reckon the last sort of 20 odd minutes it found Found, found a little some bit feet. of feet, yeah. got some got some sort of scares in there, and um, but prior to that, yeah, I was I, I felt leading up to it that we didn't get as much in the story department that I was hoping for. Yeah, look, it's kind of a bit of a close but no cigar for me. There is obvious talent, especially directorially. I would say it was pretty well directed under the circumstances of there's not there can't be too much money in it. Mm. There's very few locations. There's very few characters. Like you know, obviously they're they're cutting down to try and use their money as wisely as they can. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you. You know, and I'm a big fan of like sweeping vistas and stuff. <laughs> I think they do a really good job with some of that. There's some really really nice shots of the locations, but. I mean, it's just, it's just, I mean, I don't like to use this word, but it's just boring, which it's 75 minutes long, Jared, and if you can't hold me for 75 minutes, you you know, you need to do something. The last 20 is probably where it it does kick up a little bit. Mm. You see a little bit more of her being kind of possessed and everything. Yeah. And those things actually work out okay. Yeah, they do. But to take almost 50 minutes to get to any of that. And the explanations within that 50 minutes are kind of a little bit, I don't really know, maybe again I missed something. It just doesn't work. It's too slow. And, I mean, for a horror film, nobody dies. There's no gore of any kind. Like, it's not, I guess there's things missing that I, I feel yeah, like it possibly I, could have had. Yeah, one of, the, one of the points that we'll get to later, but just briefly I thought... Exactly that. I thought in the first, the first fifty odd minutes, 
a couple of the little scares that they started to develop in the last 20 minutes would mm. have been perfect just to keep things kind of ticking. And they tried a, a bit with the dog. Yeah, yeah. But, but, and although that was slightly unnerving the first time you kind of see it, that was it. It really didn't sort of hold after that. Mm. So, look, let's get into the likes. Let's not, you know, kick the crap out of it just yet. Oh, sorry, my, my score, one and a half. Right, okay. One and a half. Okay, likes. It looks to be made on a minuscule budget. Yep. And it looks pretty damn good. Yeah. Under those circumstances. The I camera agree. camera work, the film you know, film stock and all that stuff looks really good. Yep. I mean um, immediately we we start with a with a nice looks like mate possibly a, a drone yeah. shot over a little sort of forest. And I thought you would have been in absolute tears. It was a bit like when um on Deadly Ground opens with such a <laughs> such a shot and I felt like we were <laughs> we're on stable ground. We're on stable ground. Cigar walks out. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, fuck, no. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. But in general, like establishing shots of locations and things like that look really, really good. Yeah. The places they've chosen to shoot, excellent sort of locations, and and what you get out of that is pretty solid. And visual effects and stuff like that are passable mm. under the again the circumstances of what you would have been working with. You wouldn't. You're not working with millions and millions of dollars, so I would say. So I, I, I have to give a lot of respect to that, to making a, a, a low-budgeted film look very professional. On yeah, the they certainly don't look, you know, when, when there's some of that, especially when you get to some of the possession and things like that, looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I think they did a, did a good capable. job of developing like a, a um, sort of scary-looking visage for the character. Mm. And like you said, it doesn't look... Doesn't look Cheap in that no. regard. So. Exactly, and from as I said before, I think the director probably deserves a fair bit of credit for sort of giving it that that look and that style, and and actually having some good shots in there. Yeah, which help help kind of take away from some of the other issues. Mm. I kind of like the idea of having flashback memories of of a previous era. So she's having those flashbacks yeah. of witchcraft and everything. Yep. There are dislikes to that, and I'll get to them. But I like that idea. That's a that's a yeah. solid idea to mine. If you want to go into it, yeah, um, and yep. delve, crossing back and forth, how yep. how it sort of came about. Mm-hmm. Another solid plot device is to take them out to where they think it's was occurring. So you take the people to the the event, the, the place where the event took place. So you get you're getting that plot device. You, you, you're yeah, taking yeah. them out there to sort of create that. Uh, they're going to get sort of. She's going to get kind of possessed or whatever. Yeah. So I was happy with that. I did like the hypnotise, her being hypnotised. Yes. And, and the hair. Yeah. Lifting up. Mention of, uh, you know, it was an Australian bloke, wasn't it, that provided the visual. <laughs> the, the, yeah. The, the psychologist. Um, oh, he's a visual artist from Australia. Yeah, he's a visual artist from Australia. That was, well, that was interesting. I yeah. mean, I'm Australian. I have no vision, so I'm no. always, always happy to hear about something. I haven't met anyone who's got any damn I don't know where he got that from. Do you think he got Australia mixed up with Austria? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> because that thing looked more Austrian. Yeah, yeah it definitely looked like an Austrian. That was Eastern European, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing to do with us. Yep. But I like that idea. Mm. Her, hair, eyes, her eyes roll back in her head, you know, she, she starts the shaking and the hair lifts and she says that the, the whatever it was is behind her. Yes. And the hair does lift. I think that that's a kind of a cool... Cool way of kind of showcasing that there's kind of something there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
because obviously you can't use big effects and things like that, which you could use in other films. Yeah, you've got to be, create it. You've got to be a bit more subtle and, and find ways like that to try to introduce some of the scares and the creepier elements that you're going for. And obviously, you know, we are talking about things that, that happen in the movie. I would uh, recommend, you know, it's as always with our episodes, you probably should check it out before we talk about it because we do have a habit of blurting out the yeah, <laughs> bits we do. and pieces. And, and so yeah. check it out, you know, support the filmmakers. Yeah, and then... definitely support it. I mean, we don't... It's obviously not... We're not as high on it, but based on our scores. Mm. But I do, like anything, yeah, this is independent film. Yeah, and it would be it's worth taking a look at it. I think, in a sense of yeah, you might get something more out of it. Yeah, than what and you I yeah, you know I appreciate it's a pretty they put a strong effort forward under some of the circumstances. Yeah, agree. But yeah, um, remember um, spoilers. Spoilers. Check spoilers. it out first. Check it out first. Look, this is going to be slightly harsh, but the spiritualist that is <laughs> she looked a bit like Boy George. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit of the... Uh, <laughs> as soon as she turned up, I was like... Yeah, a little bit of the um, the strong makeup work. Yeah, yeah. The eyes They've really like kind of caked it on a touch. Yeah. Maybe they were going for more of a trying to sort of Which, uh, down-age a little bit or, well, or I, give yeah. it a spooky look. Yeah, I think that's what it was going for, a bit more of that, that kind of dramatic sort of... See, that's where I came unstuck a little bit. And mm-hmm. I think that we'll get to that, but... When she first turned up, I was like, "Who's this?" <laughs> yeah, well, I, was kind of, I was a bit sort of. It didn't really appropriately explain it. Yeah, uh, her involvement. I know that there was a phone call made to her. Yes, but I'll, then I've got some similar sort of issues. You didn't know what's going on there. Well, fuck on, I don't know what's going on anyway. But uh, yeah, no, look, I, I felt like it wasn't totally. It doesn't need to be totally clear, but I just felt like there was portions missing that, you know, even even when I was attempting to connect the dots, it felt like there was parts there that, that I had nothing to connect to, you know? Yeah. The last, my last three or four lights all come near the back end. It's when the entity kind of talks to her. Mm-hmm. You know, he talks to her in that, that sort of growly voice about, you said that before. It was kind of a, and it comes up on the mirror. All the yes. black stuff comes up on the mirror. Yeah, yeah. Nice way to kind of re- like introduce the entity to us that it's mm. there. And that all builds up from... There was a good shot of Andra in the little club where the teeth... Yes. You see that she first... Turns around. And it was the first, to me, that was the first legitimate sort of creepy, chilly yeah, moment of the movie. I could have done with a few more bits of that because that was effective. Yeah. That stuff was really good. And as you said... Builds in about the hour mark in the cabin with that, you know, that the black kind of foggy, yeah, yeah. smoky looking thing, the the talk, and then Andra sort of being affected by it again. She has the black dots on her stomach and stuff. Mm. And again, from a visual effects perspective, that stuff looks good. It mm. actually does look good. Yeah, absolutely. And it showcases that the director and that's obviously going, well, we're going to stick with a certain way of doing it. Yep. And we're not going to try and go too far. Mm. Right? Because once you start pushing too far, you then you're stretching your effects to the limit that they can get. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And a lot of the time they end up looking really bad. So in this case, that's total opposite. I actually think a lot of that worked really well. Yep. There's a scene where Delphi closes the curtains of the thing. Yeah. And then if she turns around, they they fly back open and Andra's standing in there. Yeah, yeah. With that sort of, you know, the teeth and everything like that. Yeah. Really cool. Excellent. So that was an awesome shot. Yep. 
um, actually kind of gave me a little bit of a jump. Yep. Yeah. And that's the thing. It was noticeable that there wasn't as many scares because when they were there, they were good. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of, you know, it feeds into something that I didn't like about the movie, but that's that particular one you, you mentioned there. Yeah, I had the same Really same solid. Effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the last one for me is, even though you could kind of see it coming, I think the idea of her drowning herself to sort of take that away from, I believe, from Andrea was effective. And it kind of it kind of tied back to the scenes we kept seeing of yeah. them in the water together, yeah, and what that was. I thought that was an effective sort of element that just probably needed a little bit more flesh. Yeah, probably. There was parts of it that just don't quite hang. Yes, and that's kind of where we where we'd be going when we go into the dislikes. Is a lot of this doesn't really connect up. Yeah, yeah, and then, you know there was the the kind of. Obviously, the imagery of kind of what they were, the situation they were in, you, you kind of connected it when things were happening. You kind of connected this stuff, these shots of them in the water just kind of being lost and fucking drowning in this situation and being taken by this thing. And like you said, that could have probably been developed a little bit more because it did, did work reasonably well when they used it. So, yeah. Yeah. Any um, other likes for you? Yeah, yeah. I, I actually like the fact that we got... You know, it was something of a twist that the the witch-looking lady was the, actually the one that was helping them, where mm. in the visions before that, you just assumed that she was, I don't know, the choreographer of these dances that were taking place. <laughs> but she was like... You assumed she was seeing cover chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that she was, she was at the front of whatever was happening. Yes, yes. But it was because she was kind opposite. of like an ominous presence for a period there. Yeah, you thought that she was kind of involved. Yeah, correct. So, I I did like the fact that that was where they went with it. Yeah, that it was sort of the opposite. Just just trying to just trying to play with you a little bit in that way. Yeah, I don't know about a like, but I uh, I did have a bit of a laugh to myself when they first went into that club. And there was a couple. Of, there was a, there was a little bit there where I was sitting there going, "What is this?" And then my first thought was, "Is this a swingers club?" <laughs> they rolled into a swingers club. Did you put your keys in the bowl over there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, talk about riding broomsticks. There was holy <laughs> shit. There was a sequence where they walk through into the next doorway, and there's some sort of fucking performance art going yeah, on. There's yeah. people are dancing in the background. I was just like. You know, if I'm in that club, I'm leaving. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm going down to the fucking bottle or whatever yeah. and get the six. I'm I did. It, it gave me a little bit of a laugh, but I needed a little more uh, explicit in- explanation as to what was actually going on. Correct. It was weird. But, yeah, I did get a bit of a laugh out of it. I mean, the second you walk in, there's a bloke smiling at you from across the room. Uh, then, you know, they wander into the second room where there's dances going on. They start to act like they're as fucking they're high as kites. I was like, "What's going on here?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was yeah. kind of it's kind of weird. I didn't quite understand a lot of that. No, but I did. Like I said, I got a bit of a laugh at that initially, probably from my own fucking <laughs> your own silly lowbrow kind of <laughs> thought yeah. process that was going on there. Uh, anything else from it? No, no, that was it. Uh, generally, it was more geared towards the, the visuals and the scares that I really enjoyed about the movie. Correct. Dislikes. Acting, a little bit dicey. We, we didn't have a lot of seasoned performers, 
So, yeah. Although parts of their performance at times were okay. Yeah. There were other bits that were just fucking way off the... Well, I'll tie into that. I actually thought that the, the one of the issues for me was... I just felt like we didn't we didn't get to know the characters. Like, what what life were they living when this sort of shit was sort of dragging them from? And 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 what what was the connection? Like, I didn't even really feel a strong connection between the sisters. No, was kind of worked through. So I actually didn't mind the acting for the most part. Like you said, there was a couple of scenes that I you know I wouldn't have said were particularly well well done in that department. But yeah, I felt like. They did okay with characters that I felt like needed to be, to be developed a bit more. Yeah, agreed. Um, you didn't really know much about the sisters at all. Mm. They kind of appear, she's got problems, like Delphi's got problems. Andrea's allegedly going to uni, yet they all look like they're about fucking 30. Yeah. There's that scene at the party where they're all, all talking right, about uni. I went back no, to uni when I was 30. But, I mean, I understand, <laughs> I understand that, you know, people go back and when they're older. Yeah, They yeah, all, yeah. like, cluster around the same yeah. fucking group. I mean, you know what? I, I did have a bit of a chuckle because this, it seemed like they were at a party with their friends and then the bloke that's standing there holding a beer seems to be fucking taking pot shots about her going back to uni. And I'm thinking, who are you? <laughs> did, were, did, were you invited? Go away. Go away, Cabby. <laughs> take your fucking, take your bloody Canadian club and take off, you asshole. Yeah, exactly. And I yeah. thought to myself, they're talking about union. They all look like, they've all got fucking crow's feet. And I was like, <laughs> so hang on. So all the old age guys are, are hanging out together? Is yeah, that what's happening? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, but I, like, I, I just felt like that, that first 10 or 15 minutes... I didn't really get a sense of who the actual characters were. No. I just felt like we're jumping straight into, I've got a problem and I've got to solve it, but it didn't really feel like... So I don't know where your character's coming from. I can't see how, you know, just talking sort of classic storytelling stuff, at the end of the movie, I can't see what Where's the progression, where's the arc, what's Yeah, what yeah, yeah. So there was a little bit of that that I felt was missing. And one of the problems too was that she... She, they had a really interesting situation where she says that she got in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then she reads the letter and she didn't. She didn't get in. And I'm like, why that was interesting, but why in? the fuck, why didn't we explore this? Yeah, yeah, what happened? Why did? Why is that the case? Or would it have been, you know, more interesting if she was fucking telling fibs because she was embarrassed that she didn't get in or so? I don't know. This is all the stuff that I was Play like... Play it out. Yeah, drag it out I for I was it. just I hoping for something like that so we knew... What was what they were coming from? Like, what was what and was why? Why was um, Delphi, you know, why was she struggling? What was the you know, how can we sort of find out where, as you yeah, say, I where they see, were when this began? I wanted to see more of how this was impacting, like, what was she, what life was she leading that this was fucking destroying? Yeah, no. just um, it didn't just discuss any of that at all, it just kind yeah. of forgot all that. Yeah, which which hurts the film in the end. In totality, you're just sort of sitting there going, "Well, I don't really care for these people." Yeah, as things get out of hand, I don't care. Yeah, and then we seem to spend. I mean, it's like it goes for about twenty five odd minutes of just pushing forward onto what what is this? What is this? But we don't find a lot more about it. No. So yeah, I think it just probably needed to be tightened up in that. It's a slow burn, but it's too slow. Yeah, like. As I said to you before, it's 75 minutes long. I mean, that is slow. 
That's barely feature length, right? Mm. So if you're running 75 minutes, you want to try and pack as much into that 75 minutes as you can, but you need to make it storytelling work. So when we hit that final 20 minutes and it's all happening, I want to care for those characters. I've got to care. Yeah, that's right. And I don't. And unfortunately, I've spent 50 minutes kind of almost like they're kind of wandering around in circles. Just sort of chasing, really yeah, going. that's right. They're just sort of chasing this thing that we're not even finding all that much more about what's chasing them. Yeah. And I felt like once we hit the, the doctor's office and he puts them onto the spiritualist, I thought, okay, we're going to start finding out little bits of information that are going to start to resolve what's, what's going on here. But I didn't feel like we did. No, we didn't. I didn't feel like we got much from the spiritualist in the way of what is actually... All I, I came out at the back end just feeling like, yeah, there's a, there's a dark force that's after them. But I still am not really sure how it connects to the, the, the flashbacks. To the, witchcraft, to the witchcraft. How did yeah. it, were they descendants of that? Yeah. Witchcraft group. What, you know, what had they been, you know... Mm. So and none I got, of that really worked. I got some feelings about what it was, what it was sort of saying, like what she may have been possibly, what I may have been trying to represent with some of this stuff. But again, I couldn't be sure of much of it because I just didn't feel like I had that information to to connect. Yeah. To it all, it takes fifty minutes to get to the entity. Mm. So we don't actually see the entity bar that one shot where she turns around in the club yep. and shows her teeth. Until 50 minutes into the film. So, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> At that point in time, I remember thinking to myself, what is happening? Like, what yeah. What? What are we getting to here? Yeah. Like, I just, I didn't know. And then, finally, the film sort of finds its feet and does kind of wrap things up. Yep. But, I mean, you know, they say, if you haven't got your audience after 30 minutes, you've... <laughs> You're probably fucked. Yeah, your movie's probably in trouble. Yeah. They didn't have me at 30 minutes. No, I, I agree. I was st- I'd started to... I, I got into the same place, and I feel like... I started like, to check my phone. I feel like what you said, and, you know, what we briefly spoke about, just chucking a couple of the scares in or a situation that doesn't necessarily have to be fully explained to me, but a situation showing, like you did with the club there, of Andrew being fucking taken over by this thing, yeah. that was fucking creepy. And that, even if I hadn't have had an explanation, if you had had a couple of things like that early on, I'd have, I'd have probably still been following it along a bit more closely. And <clears throat> why not throw in that someone dies at the club? Well, like you to said... To say that... And, and the sister starts thinking, fuck, you know, Andrea... Was there, I saw that look, you know, that face on her. Mm. I know that there's an issue. Suddenly someone's dead. Well, it's all about, it's, it's the danger, right? It didn't seem all that dangerous because no one was dying. That's right. And so you could have killed. So one of my big problems is they introduce the, um, the male character at the mm-hmm. club. But we're, we're, we're fucking 40 minutes in. He only sees maybe three scenes, that guy. Yeah. So what was the point of him? The point of him should have been that she killed him at the club. Well, yeah. He was I, pointless. <laughs> I don't, I, I just, yeah, I felt like, same as you just mentioned, the issue was he came in really late. So again, it was another relationship that I just couldn't buy. 
They yeah. supposedly made this connection together at the club. or, or Which know. I'm not going to lie to you. He looks over and he is giving the most sleaziest smile I've ever seen in my life. Well, it was a swingers club. Me, so you know, I, was like, no, no, but at least, at least he should have been wearing like a... A shirt bun buttoned down at the chest, or something, you know, like you know, really sort of laying it on thick. No, I see, and this was, this comes back to, we didn't really have anything to. We were guessing about what was going on at the club. Yeah, and him you don't want to be guessing. Him talking about, I've been. People told me about it. I can't. I can't. I've come here every night, and all this sort of stuff. And I think the smiling and stuff was supposed to be all tied into this. That he was. Was this the light that we're talking about? Like, this is, I don't know, like, it was, it's, he's just sort of... Shit, mate, I'm bamboozled. Like, well, it felt like he was, he was, that this was all sort of connected to it, right? That there was the dark and the light, and yeah. and, and the light was affecting his, his mood. The bloke was fucking loving it in there. And that's what Andrew was experiencing. Like, when I said they walked through that, that dancing one, and they're both, like, they're giggling like they're high. Like, it's... I just, I needed to know why that was going on. And yeah. as you said, because it happened so late, we didn't get a chance to develop a relationship between him and her either. So yeah. when he comes racing into the cabin to help her to help her, and starts getting thrown around like it's the evil dead or something like that, <laughs> I wanted to know. I, I wanted a, a, a Why better... would he help her? He's met her once. So there's obviously a situation, as you said, when they walk through, they get they're bonded or connected by yeah, whatever yeah. they see. And that's why he would help her. But there's no explanation to what they saw, what they yeah. feel. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. basically, why the fuck does he even turn up? Well, that's, that's the thing. When he turned up, that's... I was like, why is he here? Yeah, yeah. And I thought maybe it was going to be a kill. They were going to kill him. Yeah. Down that stretch. Yeah. But they don't. See, Just... I didn't think they were. I, was on, I felt like, you know, he was going to survive. But as you kind of mentioned, because we haven't had anything prior to the prior to that, that's kind of why. I would have thought I, I thought to myself, gee, wouldn't it be disappointing if you've you've introduced this bloke just to kill him now after we've had no sort of raising of of the danger level prior to that. Yeah. Just just it it felt like poor poor scripting. Poor scripting. So we don't know the ins and outs of why these characters are connected in any way. And they just all turn up at this cabin at the end. Yeah. It's just, you know, you need to explain it. Yeah, there had to be some explanation as to what was going on. And as I said, look, I'm happy to connect some dots myself. Yeah. Happy to do that. But I just felt like there was, you've got to give me something. And I just didn't feel like there was any in, in relation to what was actually going on there. Yeah, agreed. <sighs> I love the hypnotist. He's Australian, yeah. He's Austrian. Austrian, Austrian. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hypnotic, yeah, videos. Yep. But then when the situation happens with the hair, yeah, yeah. The, honestly, the bloke fucking just goes, I can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's a quick phone number now. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah. Look, I'd have done the same. Yeah, 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 <laughs> this, yeah. Is, this isn't my field. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But there was, a, I, I, I did actually laugh when they, they showed the, the flicking of the hair. And then they cut back to a shot of him, and he's just kind of sitting there with his look on his face, like, ew. <laughs> yeah, and that's all he decides. I'm a hypnotist. You've come to the wrong place. 
<laughs> he's a phone number. <laughs> he, gives her, he gives him a fake phone number, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah, ring this person. Yeah, yeah, you need to ring this person. Yeah, get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't come back. Um, <laughs> oh, look, I don't have a lot of other dislikes because, quite frankly, I think the biggest one is you just you don't connect anything. So... <laughs> yeah, and I am just lost. I was kind of lost. Yes, and the the other one that we mentioned a couple of times for me, the, the other big one was I, I wanted a bit more of the scare stuff before the 50, 50 to fifty five minute mark. They used the dog, and the first time you see the dog sitting there, that was kind of unnerving. You know, sitting mm. across the road from it and watching it, but then they can try to they try to use it a few times, but it doesn't have any kind of connection. Great big connection to anything. Yeah, The yeah, dog yeah. was in... I think the dog's seen at the start in the, the witchcraft yep, bit. Yep, yep. But why the dog? Yeah. Like, what's the dog's involvement? Mm. So all these things just don't make any sense. Hmm. Which, you can't do that. You can't... <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with the dog? <laughs> I need to know... What these people are yeah, doing? Yeah. Why Does it have there? fleas or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, it it a, lice? is it a demonic Did flea? It poo <laughs> somewhere near you? Is that why there's an issue? Is that why you're afraid of it? <laughs> you stood in one of its turds. Yeah, well, it was a big dog. Oh so yeah, yeah. You it. oh yeah, it shits the size of its head. Yeah, yeah. But like any good film, you have to connect things up. So I need to know why these characters are doing what they're doing, and I need to know. I need to care. Mm. And yeah. I couldn't have cared less. I didn't know any of them well enough to, to feel anything. Yeah. Look, I also had a little bit of a slight problem with the ending when she talks to the artist formerly known as Boy George. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Who has been, you know, she's had the makeup wipes out. Yeah. I just, again, Maybe I missed something, but the ex- she gives the explanation of how you can live with the darkness, how you can dodge the darkness and all this sort of stuff. And I thought to myself, maybe we could have just, could we have just let, you know, Delph- Delphi in on that before she yeah. went off. She, she was on the phone to you earlier trying to, trying, to, trying to resolve this. And this is where I started to connect things. Like, initially I was like, are we, are we representing like a mental illness? I felt like we were, we were, we were sort of talking... Depression or mental illness with yeah. Delphi, mm. and but as we sort of got through these these scenes with the witchcraft and all that sort of stuff, I just couldn't. I lost that. I didn't know whether that's where it was going. Yeah. And then at the end, it sounded perhaps they were talking a bit like the grief or something that 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 was left over. Yeah. But it just seemed like the explanation from what I'd picked up throughout the picture. Could we have not just told Delphi? The secrets of how to live with the darkness and yeah. stuff, and not have to go through this in the first place. I mean, you told me to go to the club to find the bloody lantern or whatever. It's your fault. I got infected with this. So yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. You're not helping me. Exactly. And I didn't want to go to a swingers party either. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I need, to, I need to. At the end, I'm saying, listen here. I need to see your credentials because the advice you're giving out doesn't seem to be shit. helping anyone. You <laughs> shit. I am not paying that bill. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I didn't have anything else. What about no, you? No, no, that was it for me as well. Yeah, like I said, I didn't, I didn't sort of dislike what was going on, and there was a lot of lot of things to, a lot of things that to give them a lot of credit for yeah. filmmakers. Just a bit Look, shorter than that. Uh, with with a little bit more money and a, and a little bit more polish, I could see these guys doing something really good. Yeah, 
but the the script is just it felt like it just wasn't thought out very well um, and that hampered it greatly so that is flee the light you can find us on Podomatic, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Send us an email at thrillme.ionet. No, sorry, at ionet.net.au. We're on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia, Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com, and Instagram at thrillmepodcastau. Make sure you rate and review us on all the platforms just to spread the word around. Next episode, just keep an eye on the Facebook page. Um, we've got a couple of things in the pipeline. And a couple of things that we've already done it just takes some time to edit. So we should have a few episodes coming down the road um, very soon. But until then, take it easy, everyone, and we'll catch up with you later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.